This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Good evening, Road School Moms. This is Kimberly Travaglino, one of your Road School Moms and co-founder of Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RVing information with families, and so much more. Coming to you live tonight from uh, rainy and dreary and foggy upstate New York. On the line with me tonight and every Sunday night is my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a homeschooling mama to four kiddos on the road, and the author and creator of Road Trip Teacher, your educational resource for traveling families on the road. And we also chronicle our family's travels over at Diary of a Road Mom. If you'd like to follow us there, we'd love to have you. And we are coming to you live from central Indiana, just east of Indianapolis. And we are so happy to be with you from wherever in the world you are tonight. How are you doing, KT? I'm doing great, Mary Beth, although, you know, the I'm, I can't say I'm crazy about this northeast weather. Um, otherwise, we're doing well. You know, um, this week, was uh, we got a little bit more bad news, didn't we, Mary Beth, this week? It's just been such a hard summer. It's just been such a hard summer. Right, what's going on that we need just to turn around? If you have been listening in, then you know that um, Stacy Schreier, Road School Mom Stacy Schreier, um, uh, her husband was diagnosed with uh, a very um, heavy aggressive. Just yeah, just weeks ago, he was diagnosed with this crazy aggressive form of cancer, and he passed away this week. And we, our hearts and our prayers go out to Stacy and her twin, 14-year-olds, Christy and Brad. We just want to send all the love and prayers that we can for strength for her at this time and. Uh, if you uh, can make a donation to Stacy in any amount, uh, you can do that right through PayPal at ferrets, like the small animal, rodent animal, ferrets, plural, at writeme, W-R-I-T-E-M-E dot com. That's her PayPal address, ferrets at writeme dot com. Um, if you miss that, can't hear it, you can ask for it on the chat or you can email me and I'll send it to you. Uh, you know, uh, Marybeth and I were talking this this week about what happened with Stacey and, and uh, how sad we felt for them. and Talking about um, the irony of donating, right, Mary Beth? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that um, a lot of times, and, and KT, you and I did talk about this, and, and it was really me that started it by saying, you know, you get to a point where you, you want to donate, but you don't know, you feel like you should donate more and you don't want to insult someone or you don't make fun of someone, you know, I don't know. It's like you don't know what, what the, you know, what's the exact amount you should send or enough's enough. And, um, you know, Kimberly and I both talked about this. And, you know, you, you give what your heart feels you can give. You give what you can give. And whether it's $5 or $50 or more than $50, that money collectively with everyone else who has the same heart to give, 
um, all collectively, that that is what's important. It's it's not how much you give, and it's not even if you give. It's you know if if you can give prayers, then give prayers. If you can give good thoughts, then give good thoughts. If you can uh, send an email, then send an email. And if you have the heart to give monetarily, and you can do so at that particular time, then do it. Give what you can give and feel good about it, and it is a blessing um, to the receiver on the other end. Oh, I love how you said that. That is so. So true, and, and such a good lesson for you and I this week, uh, talking about yeah. how we could make a tangible difference for Stacy in, in this situation. Oh, so tell me about your week, Mary Beth. My goodness, my week has been so full of just wonderful things um, on the other end of the spectrum. You know what I mean? It's like there was so much sadness on one hand, and I... Um, you know, like you said, with, with um, the Schreier family and a few other things that have gone on in my life. And then on the opposite end, I've had, you know, really positive things happen as well. And so it's just a reminder that God is good all the time. And, you know, you and I keep talking about this, and I want to keep reminding our listeners, if you listen to our show a couple of weeks ago um, from um, The Faith Takes Flight, uh, what was it she said about perspective? You know, you can deal with any situation um, by just, you know, change your perspective a little bit. And, and God doesn't always, he gives you hard things to do sometimes, um, you know, without pleasure. What, what was it she said, without pleasurable circumstances or something like that? I wish I should have wrote that down. Okay, so tonight, she but. said, <laughs> yeah, I've been really ruminating on what she said. And the two big takeaways were you can't choose your circumstances, but you can choose your perspective in every and all situations. Right? That's right. So there you, you go. choose what's happening around you, but you can choose how you're going to perceive it what you're going to do with it. And the other thing is that um, uh, that uh, she that we're all here for God's glory, but that doesn't mean it's always going to be a pleasurable experience. <laughs> I got both of those thoughts all rolled up into one, didn't I? So thank you for putting that into words. That's exactly what I've had in my heart, though, exactly those thoughts. Yes, that was a, that is a show that I actually have listened to in uh, its entirety more than once since we recorded it, and I just feel like there were so many wonderful messages that night shared. And if you don't know what we're talking about, it was about two weeks ago. You can find it at ultimatehomeschoolradio.com, or you can find it on iTunes, and it's uh, called Faith Takes Flight um, uh, with uh, Heather Ladebauer, just Ladebauer, so good. So good, such a good show. If you listen to just one Road School Mom show this this year, other than this one, <laughs> then uh, listen to that one. I am so excited about what this one is about tonight. I have been mispronouncing this tool since uh, we found out about it. As you know, Barry Beth and I walked the floor at FPEA in May of this year. We also hosted a live broadcast from FPEA. You can tune into that one. That was a big mess <laughs> with a lot of fans breaking into the broadcast. So that was very exciting all at the same time. So we walked the convention floor looking, looking, looking for something that would fit perfectly into our road school. And I think what I noticed right away was that road schoolers are really different than homeschoolers. We we have significantly different challenges and significantly different benefits to our um, home education process. And it was really exciting to find one or two things that fit perfectly. As you know, Mary Beth and I are both Time for Learning users, and that fits really well into our road school because it's an online curriculum. 
But uh, online is sometimes not what we're looking for all the time because we have sold it all and moved into 350 square feet to explore this great country. And what better way to do that than with a curriculum that gets you outside? So when Mary Beth and I and Sarah James saw this at uh, the convention called Giles Frontier, we were all um, just, we, I felt like three chirping birds. <laughs> If I have to draw a picture of what we looked like, we looked like maybe three pecking hens. Something very frenetic for like three happening. We were walking very excited. Like yeah. more like three walking birds. Maybe not so much chirping. Um, because we were more this, like this educational uh, tool, I'm just so excited. Are you there, Kimberly? I'm not sure if we're having technical difficulty or if it's on my end or KT's end, but I'm not hearing her. So I'm not sure if I'm talking and y'all can hear me or if it's just her that can't hear us. If you're joining us over at the chat window, don't forget to let us know where in the world you are this evening. And uh, I'm back. There you go. That's good. Uh, you know, I'm like, yep. I, I'm having a little bit of technical difficulty with my Wi-Fi, so I'm like, hmm, is this me that's not being heard or her's not being heard? No, it's it's me and it's my Wi-Fi, and sometimes it just doesn't like me here. So I'm back. I Thankfully, I am running the switchboard, so I saw, I was like, oh, someone just dropped off. Oh, that would be me. <laughs> so I better call back. <laughs> but, um so if I fall off again, Mary Beth, just take over from wherever we leave off. In the meantime, let's go ahead and bring on Holly Giles, the creator and author of Giles Frontier. Welcome to Road School Moms, Holly Giles. Thank you. How are you ladies tonight? We're great, Holly. We're so glad great. to have you on tonight. Thank you. Me too. Okay, Holly. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what led you to create your own homeschool curriculum? Well, um, I am a mom of two boys. They are 10 and 13. And my 13-year-old actually had a stroke when he was born. And so we were told that learning would be a challenge for him. But he loved to be outside. And for some reason, whenever we were outside, he just blossomed and was curious about everything. And so I thought, okay, how can I use this to teach him what he needs to know? And that's really how Blaze New Trails started. It's really based on our journey, uh, teaching him how to learn. So, Holly, tell, tell us, for our listeners that aren't familiar with your curriculum, is it, um, do you feel like that it has an age limit, so to speak? Well, I say it's great for all families just as a guide, even if you don't homeschool, a guide to getting out in your community and finding all the great resources that you have. If you're using it in a homeschool situation, I we kind of tell people that our age range is kindergarten through eighth grade. Um, my son is in eighth grade, so I feel like, you know, I, I don't know how to teach any higher than that yet. So that's my kind of cutoff for that. <laughs> 
<clears throat> yes, I'm super excited because those those are the ages and um, age ranges of my homeschoolers. So when I found your curriculum, I really gravitate towards anything that we can use in one foul swoop and make it more challenging for the older kids. And uh, while it's still engaging for the younger kids, that's really attractive to me. I was really confused. I'm normally confused about homeschool curriculums and <laughs> overwhelmed by them and usually just uh, don't do anything. <laughs> that's what I'm excited and then don't ever move forward because I'm nervous that I'm not understanding it right. When I looked at the card that you sent me, um, it explained that Blaze New Trails, which another reason why I was attracted to it is because I have a son named Blaze. Oh, um, do you? <laughs> but, yes, but not not spelled that way, but still all Blazes excite me. So anyway, the trails is an adventure in ready-to-use resources and a guide to fire learning naturally designed for multiple ages. And then you go on to say that this is a guide that helps you utilize out, outside and your community uh, for the lesson plans. So um, why don't you talk about a little bit about how it is possible that I can use one resource, it's not really one resource, and maybe you'll need to expand on that too, but put one resource to teach science and literature and uh, history to my eighth grader while I'm simultaneously teaching it to my kindergartner. Okay. Well, what I learned when we started this journey is that no matter where you live, we have fabulous natural resources and community resources. And the best one I love, which I know all of you road school families are aware of, are state and local parks and national parks. And most of these are built on history. And history, we have such fabulous literature, you know, that we can use within that. So what I always suggest is to start with your older and work down to the youngers. And so that's why I wanted to include all of this in one spot. Because when I met families, it's like, well... I want to go outside and I want to do this, but I don't know how to put it together. So I went out and researched, and what is it? You know, when you go to a state park, why is it there? Is it around history? Is it around a person? Is it around an event in, in our time period? Or is it a natural resource, a natural wonder that we have? And so starting there, you can add in your literature for that time period or the trees or whatever it is there you can start with. And that's really my philosophy is finding those opportunities. And really, it doesn't take a lot to just see how you can tie it all together with any age range. I love that part of your curriculum. And uh, speaking of literature, are there any um, – what else do you offer in your curriculum that um, has companions for literature guides? Like, you know, I'm specifically talking about the county fair. My fifth grader is so excited about starting that this week. Yes. Well, who doesn't love the Little House on the Prairie series? And I am meeting a lot of families who have not read it before. They might have heard about it or seen the series on television, but sitting down and reading it with your children is just such a wonderful experience. And I did that when my oldest son was nine. And I thought, I don't care if these are girl books, I'm reading them to my son. Well, what I found was Boys love them just as much as girls do and all the things that they get into. And I realized there was so much to learn about history in a time period that in our world of technology we don't do anymore. 
So we really enjoyed digging in and doing all these different things that they did in the pioneering days. And that just sort of sparked an idea as a family to do these things and then adding more literature onto that from there. So that's what sparked the county fair, which is a unit study based on the first book in the series, Little House in the Big Woods. And actually, if you look in Blaze New Trails, uh, our chapter number seven is actually called the County Fair. And my idea is to show people how you can take my simple book, Blaze New Trails, which I really believe is so simple, and that you can take that and expound into so many different areas. So that unit city is based on Chapter 7. And then we have another one, the Wild um, Wildflower Watch, that is based off of Chapter 2, the Nature Study. So I just want to show you how you can take a simple book and expound into so many different areas. You know, I love that. And uh, Holly, you and I talked um, in, in depth a few weeks ago. Um, if you're not aware, the Giles Frontier Homeschool Curriculum is the sponsor for one of our events at the upcoming Colonial Rally. It's the Colonial Crafting event and uh, where the kids will be making their own whirly gig and their own rag doll. And so we appreciate the Giles Frontier support for our event. Yes, um, I'm excited. What happened yeah, we are too. What happened was I was doing an unboxing video of all the wonderful curriculum goodies that you had sent me, Holly, and right on top was that rag doll kit. Um, <laughs> and uh, I went to try to put it away back in the box, but no, that was not going to happen because Tonya, my nine-year-old, had spied it, and so now it was full-on rag doll production time. So we sat down, and we created this rag doll together, and we had a wonderful hour worth of just unplugged one-on-one -on -one time that I immediately recognized we don't have enough of in our house. Even as yeah. road schoolers, sometimes we are overscheduled or overconnected. And I thought, not only is this curriculum great for education, that's wonderful and obviously very important for any curriculum, but my goodness, the memories that you could cultivate with your road schoolers, with your children, um, while you are educating them, it's just such an amazing vehicle for that, and I'm just so pleased that we found you. In fact, when we saw your booth, uh, you're going to have to tell the listeners, it looks like a <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Your booth looks like Cracker Barrel. That is so <laughs> And true. you've got all these rustic, um, uh, what's the right word? Uh, mm. Well, we have the, the, the tin roof, you know, the tin roof that I want to yes. like call my, my back porch there that my husband yes. built me. I, I had this vision, and so my husband is like, you know, I say, I want it to look like this. He gives me the crazy eye, you know, and then he goes and builds it for me. So that's what started it all is I wanted a back porch, so I wanted you to come in and feel at home. Well, that's absolutely right. And then all of the um, – tell the listeners about the kind of tools that the curriculum can come with. Um and uh, where they come from. Yes. So you kind of, you know, found my secret that lies within my book is building family relationships. And you hit the nail on the head sitting with your daughter and making the rag doll. So as I was, you know, writing this book and, you know, my attention never was to write a book. It just sort of came. And I feel like, you know, God was telling me I needed to do this. And as we did, I thought, oh, well, what if, you know, we could make this? you know, project that kids could do. And what if we could make this? And 
So my husband's very handy, and he's taught my children how to do woodworking. So we make sifters. They're I, I call them rock sifters, and you got one in your package that are very simple tool that kids can use. You can use it in your backyard to, you know, dig with. You can take it to the beach and find shells with. You can paint paint with them. You can do all kinds of different things. But my children learned how to use power tools doing that. Our other is the flower press. And it was a very simple project that my younger son learned to do with his grandfather. And just watching them, building those memories together is, is just it, you know. And so we thought, okay, we could make these and sell them. So the boys kind of have their own project where they make the items, they help me package them, and we put them in our kit that we sell at conventions. Speaking of the kit, because this is um, one area that Kimberly and I, we, you know, we always have to try to not really one-up each other, but um, <laughs> really like definitely my sister from another mother because we're always, right? Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> speaking of the kit, tell our listeners just so that they do understand if they order from you directly, it's not exactly the kit that you can get at a commission, which I will point out is in a really cool bag that I have. <laughs> Yes, we sell our books directly from our website online. They're always available. But when we go to conventions, we're able to kind of put together, you know, a, the kit that you're talking about with that beautiful burlap bag that I picked out because every mom's got to have a cool bag, right? <laughs> and all right. the books fit in there, and we've put together a, a craft kit that is a crafter activity for every chapter of the book just to have something on hand. A lot of moms just want it at the ready. We all know how to put things together, but it might require a trip to the store we really don't want to take. So at conventions, we put all those together with the sister and the flower press and the really nice bag. We're not really able at this time to have those um, in our garage <laughs> all the time to have to sell. So we know in advance when we're going somewhere, and so we make up a certain amount of kits, and then when we sell out, we really, you know, it takes us a long time to kind of build that back up again. So right now we're not able to sell those on our website just yet, but maybe in the future. Do we lose Kimberly? She may be gone again. <laughs> yep, she's gone again. Well, tell me, let me go back um, back to something that we talked about a minute ago before we mm -hmm. move on, and maybe she'll be join us quickly. So you were talking about literature, um, and so tell me, I think I already know the answer to this, is your family, um, are you fans of read-alouds that you share with your whole family, and do you have those continuously, um, or, or had you yeah. when your kids were young? And do you have maybe, if, and if so, maybe some of your favorites that you can share with our listeners um, that are good for all ages? Oh, I tell you, that's, I should have written those down ahead of time, because you know you have so many in your mind, but then you can't think of them. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, just I love even younger read-alouds. Let's see, they're 10 and 13. We still love Blueberries for Sal, all of those classic you know, pieces that we read. Uh, we're reading, uh, we love to read historical fiction. So we like the books that are The Childhood of Famous Americans. Those are a series that we love. We're reading about right. Thomas Edison, all those. I love them because they're from a child's perspective, and so kids are more engaged when they're kind of their age. Uh, we love the one, um, the Wright brothers. That's such an amazing story of the brothers, you know, and 
they were homeschooled in an unconventional way in what they were able to do. So we really enjoy those. Read aloud is we do that every day. If nothing else gets done, we read aloud every single day. And that's one thing that I hope I'll be able to do even when they're older. <laughs> so far, they still both really love it, but, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Well, you know, I've found I've got my oldest is 15. He's, oh, I just can't even stand to say that he's starting. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but uh, he still, you know, he still loves the family read a lot. And I think, I don't care how old you are, I think that's just such an important part. And, um, and like you said, that, you know, it's such a part, an important part of, you know, building that family relationship and, um, you know, aside from the curriculum, family read aloud is my, one of my foundation things. I think from the very get-go that's something that's so important. It is, you know. I'm back. As, oh, she's back. Okay. <laughs> Good. But, but please continue about family read aloud. That was, that was I was just going to say, you know, as a mom, as we get older and our children fly, you know, from our nest, those times sitting on the couch or sitting outside in the swing are the memories that I know I'm going to treasure. And what's really cool is even at their age, like, oh, mom, remember when we read this? You know, remember when we did that? And sometimes, well, I don't think that it's selfish, but I want to know the story too. I don't want to send them off to read books that I haven't read, and so I want us all to share those together. And I just think it's an awesome thing for us to be able to share, you know, memories of literature through the ages, you know, even there's an age span with kids. You know, my younger son, when he was little, he might have, you know, run cars around on the carpet or something as I might have read something that was over him because he likes, still likes pictures, you know. If the, pic, if the book doesn't have pictures, <laughs> he doesn't really want to sit, you know, right there and listen. But as he's getting older, he likes to. But my 13-year-old, he would just sit there all day if I would read. Of course, you can't do that all day long. But those are just the best times to me. I'll never forget them. Those are that's that's what wonderful memories are made of, being able to share that experience with a reader lab. So so when I love that your curriculum utilizes that um as a as a big key element. Okay, so if our listeners want to go and purchase their own copies of Blaze New Trails or the Wildflower um uh, Discovery or Country Fair, where can they go and do that? They can do that at thegilesfrontier.com, and I can spell that if you'd like me to. Yes, go ahead. It's um, the, T-H-E, Giles is G-I-L-E-S, Frontier, F-R-O-N-T-I-E-R.com. And we will be having a brand-new website up probably by September 1st, and everything will be super easy to find. Um, right now you can find a link to all of our products on the right sidebar under my picture. It says Holly's Curriculum. Great. Wonderful. And, Holly, for a special listener, you brought a copy of Blaze New Trails to give away. I did. I did, and I'd be so happy to send that to somebody. Awesome. So this is what I want you to do. I want you, if you're listening in, whether you're live or on a replay, you're listening in. We're going to give you one week to get this done. I want you to go to the Giles Frontier, and I want you to tell me 
um, exactly what kind of birthday party they recently had. It's on right there on the front page. You can tell me what the theme of that birthday party was, and you can send it to me at Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com, and I will pick uh, at random one of the people that submit that to me, and we will announce next Sunday night who the winner of that is. Thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I love Thanks, chatting Holly. with you ladies. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Oh, well, I can't say enough how excited I am about uh, that curriculum. And um, As I mentioned at the Colonial Times Rally, uh, coming up, my gosh, in, what, 17 days, uh, today oh, I spent all day, I know, today I spent all day cutting uh, the pieces out. So um, they're pre-cut, so we're ready to go. And, uh, I, you know, I was uh, using Tonya's ragdoll as the template, and I just, I just am so proud of us that we did that for that one hour. It's something so silly and and uh but yet so satisfying. So I'm I love curriculums that employ those types of simplified um activities that you can do and it's not you know us, Mary Beth, you know you and I if if we had a curriculum oh boy. Oh my <laughs> Oh Lord <laughs> We don't have enough time in this hour to talk about that. No, no, it would be super, super complicated, and there'd be meltdowns all over the Road School Moms community based on our <laughs> our uh, expectations. But um, thankfully, there are people first out there all, like Holly Giles. <laughs> first of all, our kids never lived through it. The minute that they heard we were doing something like that, they would sign a petition and probably move out. <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. They yep, would, you're they right. Would, they would tolerate that. You know, I'm so looking forward to this curriculum. And if you um, if you were on the Road Trip Teacher Facebook page earlier today, or were in the Road School Moms group, you've seen the video that my kiddos, well, my younger kiddos, I call it my junior Road School crew, uh, put together this week when we first got our bag out. Because you know, I've left it all sealed up. I haven't. I mean, I got in it and looked around, but I haven't really let the kids. Um, you know, look too much because I wanted it to be all fresh and new. And they are so excited. And what's ironic about it, and I meant to tell this to Holly, you know, as I mentioned, you know, Tyler is going to be doing the whole high school thing. And um, so when everybody else was really excited about looking at this and looking at that and doing part of it, and he said, so I'm not going to get to do any of that. And I was like, well, it's not part of your actual core curriculum, what you're really doing um, for your credits, but you can definitely participate. So it really does appeal to all ages. Yeah. That's that's fun and, and good to remember. I love that. I love that he's encouraged and excited to do it, and uh, that he would feel left out otherwise. Uh, and I'm really excited because um, to be able to introduce this to the road uh, to the road school community via the rally, I just think it's the perfect fit. You know, we didn't know Holly when we came up with the Colonial Times theme, but it's just so perfect to be able to make these um, very simple crafts that kids played with back in the 1800s and so uh, I'm really excited. We are actually going to be following a little bit step by step with that county fair curriculum at the rally so it'll be really quite immersive. Super excited and speaking of we have only we have two spots left so we sold out and then uh, we had a waiting list and then we had some cancellations and we were able to clear the waiting list and now we have officially two spots left for this vet rally and um 
If you want to come and be part of the fun, then this is the time to jump on board. You can go right to fulltimefamilies.com, and uh, on the My Events tab or the Events tab, you can click on that and find out about the uh, Colonial Times Rally. Get one of those two spots and come and do these amazing things with us. So I published uh, the calendar, and I will talk about a few of the highlights. Um, uh, as you know, we always like to start the rally off a day before the rally actually starts. It's called pre-rally, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to be hosting a pajama party on Wednesday night, and Wendy Michaels is bringing a LuLaRue pop-up boutique to the pajama party, so that's going to be great, great fun. Thursday actually kicks off the rally with an opening ceremony at 1 p.m., um, and then we'll be doing uh, some skit preparations because usually we have a talent show, but this, this time around we're going to be having families perform skits, small skits that they create uh, together on uh, Friday night. So skit prep and a meet and greet dessert party, which is a standby favorite, flashlight tag, an adult trivia contest, which is presented by Let's RV. Skipping to Friday, we're going to do that colonial crafting presented by Giles Frontier. Um, we are going to be uh, having that kids entrepreneur marketplace. This is something that has really taken off, Mary Beth. My kids are really excited about it this year. Uh, if you have come to any of the events that have hosted this Kids Marketplace, then you know what it is. But if you haven't, way back when, Josh, Josh Arnold, a road schooler who's 14 right now, said to his mother, hey, would you ask Miss Kimberly if we could have a marketplace powered by the kids for real money? And I think that's a critical part of it, that it's for real money, um, because that gets everyone in, kind of. And it really kicks it up a notch. Um, and so the kids can be making their own crafts, or uh, some of them have services that uh, they, uh, they'll perform for money. Like, I don't, I don't remember if fortune telling was involved. I don't remember. There was, there was subservice-oriented tables. And then um, there's other people who are, you know, sourcing goods for their tables right now. So if your kids are coming to the event, uh, you definitely want to, they're going to want to be involved. So uh, go ahead and brainstorm with them what they can put on their table. It's completely free for them to join in on the fun. Um, and uh, that's uh, something that, I, like I said, my kids are really looking forward to. And I think that since the full-time families community is comprised of so many entrepreneurial um, ventures that make this life a reality for so many of us, it's so great to have a tangible way to encourage and pass that on to the next generation and have it represented across our community in an event like this. So good, fun stuff. Uh, Then we're going to be having a colonial pie contest that's presented by Moride. If you are a baker, you're going to want to submit your pie for uh, the contest. Um, Let's see. We have the regular coffee clubs presented by RV Insurance. Um, and, uh, at 3.30 on Saturday, I'm really excited about this. It's the Colonial River Crossing. Did you get to see that, Mary Beth, on the schedule? I did see it. I'm very, uh, excited about that part of the schedule. My kiddos were actually <laughs> asking all kinds of questions, so I told them they needed to call you and get the exact skinny because I wasn't for sure what it was going to entail. It looks like fun, though. Well, it's a make-your-own-boat activity. It's pre- presented by our friends at Jellystone Campground. 
And what you're going to do is literally create your boat. And you can use tubes. You can use cardboard. You can use anything that you can find to float across the river here at Tall Pines Campground. And um, there will be a representative of George and Martha Washington to uh, help encourage you to get across the river. And I'm just so excited. I can't wait to see what that turns out to be. And then at 7 p.m., we have our main event on Saturday night. That's the Town Dance and Rally Cash Raffle. Um, and that's presented by Fast Fuel. Sunday morning, we have a special flag raising ceremony presented by Savage Law for in honor of September 11th, uh, followed by our non-denominational Christian service and our 10 p- 10, 11 a.m. traditional donut send-off. And those are only the highlights. There's a lot more on the schedule that I haven't even mentioned. If you want to go see the schedule, you can find it at fulltimefamilies.com. Um, and, or uh, on a, one of our Facebook groups. It's all over the place. So go and check that out. So that's what I'm doing all week is getting ready. Awesome. Well, you know, um, if you're listening to this on a replay and it's after the dates of the FTF Colonial Times Rally here in the fall of 2016, don't fret because um, Kimberly likes to have started out saying, oh, we have at least one or two rallies a year, but now there is – happenings all the time, STS happenings all the time. So even if you missed this Colonial Times rally and you're listening to this on a replay, do go to fulltimefamilies.com because I'm sure there's a rally uh, somewhere in your near future. So check it out. That is true. That is true. In fact, we have two more events on our books. We have the Halloween Hangout happening in Williamsburg this year. And we have uh, the seventh annual family reunion. And that is going to be in a spot revealed at the upcoming rally, but it is going to be in Florida. So you can bank on it being somewhere in Florida in February 2017. More details on that coming very soon. Tell me what your week will look like this week, Mary Beth. I want to know. My week this coming week is, uh, I don't know, it's kind of up in the air. You know, we are uh, fast and furiously trying to get organized and trying to get ready to move because when we move from here, we've been here off and on, even though we've traveled back and forth between Tennessee and Illinois and Indiana over the last, I don't know, I guess it's been almost two months now after we left Florida. Um, We haven't really went too far, and we haven't really had to, you know, um, have long travel days. But when we leave here, sometime probably mid to late next week, we are headed to see you in New York, and we're going to be gone to uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania the following week. We have some other plans the following week after that. So we're going to be gone for mostly the whole a month of September on the East Coast anyway, or at least out East. And so we have got all kinds of organizing to do. I want to start our road school um, this week. And so we're getting organized with that, new binders, new interactive notebooks. And um, it's a great timing for um, for me um, with our Road School Moms team because next Sunday night, as you know, KT, we are doing our very first um, in a several-part series called This is How We Road School. And so it's really motivated me um, this week. I've got our Road School Moms planner all printed out. I have all kinds of things each day that we're going to um, get you know, get on the table, literally, and uh, we're going to take a few videos so that um, our Road School Mom listeners know, uh, you know, kind of go to the videos and, and, and some of the pictures that we're going to post over on Road Trip Teacher and see what we're talking about. You know, I talk all the time about interactive notebooks, um, and sometimes that scares people away because they think, ooh, interactive notebook, they think that might 
that's a digital thing and it's not at all. Um, so what we're going to be working on this week at Road Trip Teacher and really just in our own rig is um, planning our road school year and we're going to use some of the tips that you and I talked about um, several shows ago that you can find in our Road School Moms replay over at iTunes. Um, with tips of how to plan a great successful road school year. We're going to put those into action this week and we're going to kind of get down and, and get ready to watch this learning adventure for the fall. Oh, I love that. Super, super excited. Hey, if this is the first time you're tuning into Road School Moms, I want to say welcome and we're so happy you're here. And I want you to um, know that we have many resources available to you, including our own dedicated confidential prayer team. So if you need prayer, we have a contact for you. All you need to do is send an email to rsmprayers, that's plural, Road School Moms, rsmprayers at gmail.com, and that will go into our Road Warriors inbox, our Prayer Warriors inbox, and uh, they will start praying for your intentions on your behalf. So um, that is a tool that we are super proud to offer you, and um headed up by a lot of dedicated women. So uh, go ahead and go and take advantage of that. Um, and we want you to know that this is a ministry for connected by Ms. Beth and I at 9 p.m. to connect with one another and to connect all the moms across the miles with the resources in the community that is out here for them. And one of the best ways you can help us to continue moms, if you're a listener of this program, is to provide a uh, rating specifically over on iTunes about how you like the show. So I'll get, let Mary Beth tell you a little bit more about posting a rating on iTunes. That's right. So if you're listening to us on a replay or you're listening to us live and are going to go over to iTunes and listen to one of our other shows on a replay, please be sure when you're done to give us a rating. And it's real super simple. You can give uh, up to five stars. And uh, when you do that, of course, KT and I love four and five stars. But really, we just want your honest opinion. So go ahead and give us a rating. If it is less than that, if you only feel like giving us one or two stars for a certain reason, that's awesome. We appreciate your critical or criticisms and the, um, the encouragement as well. So just shoot us an email, Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com, or you can send it to me, info at RoadTripTeacher.com, and just let us know how we can better help serve your road school mom needs. Because other than the fact that Katie and I love to get on the air and talk to each other for an hour, because then, you know, we have this uh, one hour all to ourselves, and we can make sure the uh, husbands and everyone is keeping our kids back so that we can talk for an hour. Um, but really, we really want to um, be here for the road school moms community. So let us know what we can do to better serve your needs. And when you're finished giving your review, no matter how many stars it is, make sure you send me an email at that email that I just talked about, and I will be glad to send you the digital product of your choice from my learning shop over at Road Trip Teacher. That's true. And, you know, I've been watching the iTunes chart, and I've been really encouraged to see that Road School Moms is moving swiftly up that top 200 chart, and uh, that's all in um, that's all a testament and testimony to our wonderful listeners who are helping us share the message across the miles that you are not alone and um, the encouragement you need is only one click away. So um, go ahead and share that information with other moms, and uh, we, we'd be much obliged if you would do that. And I love that Mary Beth offers that very generous offer um, because, as we talked about in the top of the show, we're out here to learn things, and one of the other great resources available 
for your road schooler is um, the Road Trips Teacher Study Guides, which feature some of America's most iconic and treasured landmarks across the country. It's in-depth reviews and instructional um, lap booking and um, I don't know. I'm not doing it justice. You tell the people what it is, Mary Beth. Oh, well, thank you. Well, you know, Road Trip Teacher is really just uh, kind of like with Holly uh, talked about how her curriculum was born out of her own studies with her own kids. That's kind of what Road Trip Teacher is for me. When we started traveling, I wanted to teach my kiddos about um, some of the iconic destinations that we were going to, like Mount Rushmore and the Golden Gate Bridge and, and those kinds of places. And um, so what I did was start putting together resources. My kiddos like lap booking, so it was originally born as a lap booking project, but quickly um, I seen that all four of my kids weren't lap bookers, so I had to kind of adjust it. And so it's made for you to be able to lap book the studies. You can do, you can use binders or notebooks or, um, or you don't have to use any of that. You can just use this, you know, use it as a study guide and let your kiddos rabbit trail and see what kind of information that they can take out of those guides and, and, and where they might like to learn more about that. Um, and then we have you know, some of the other resources that are available in our learning shop over at Road Trip Teacher include, you know, vocabulary lists and puzzles and um, a lot of things that are directed toward the states. We um, currently have a series that is being released a few states at a time that is all about um, all 50 of the states, and each one is based on a state and their capital, and there's the ABC's copywork guide that goes with that. So there are 26 facts that all start with the letter of the alphabet, and those have been very popular as well, and those are designed for all ages. So um, it's just kind of, uh, when I say it's our learning shop, that it's what it is. It's the learning shop of where we've learned on our learning adventure for my kiddos, which are currently from second to the ninth grade. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's going too fast, Mary Beth. Well, I think that's all I have for tonight. you have anything else? I don't. I'll just be excited to talk to you next week from wherever in the world you are, even though we know where that is. We just don't ever know where I'm going to end up. So that'll be a surprise <laughs> to all of us, including me. Um, but until then, I guess we will be back here, same time, same place, and next Sunday night at 9 p.m., and it will be a show all about how we rode school, KT and I, and our kiddos. And until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your road school moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.